Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, book lovers. My name is M, and I want to talk about books and cats. So today I am super excited. We have kind of a special episode. I didn't even know that I was going to get an episode out this week, so I'm super excited about that. And I am talking to my favorite person in the world, my husband, Andy, and we are going to try to tackle all of Stephen King's work, sort of. We're just going to kind of broadly discuss all of his work. And uh, this is something that Andy and I bonded over immediately. Um, we both love Stephen King and have read almost all of his books. And when we were dating, I was super excited because I was not great at buying him gifts. And Stephen King was putting out a new book like every year. So I would have either Christmas or his birthday covered for that year. Um, so thanks, Stephen King. And without further ado, uh, Andy, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I love Stephen King. Yeah. I, uh, when I was a kid, I used to read all those, like, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. and that kind of thing. And my dad at one point, he's like, if you want something really scary, read one <laughs> of these. But at the, that point, I was like, I really did not like reading long books. So I dove in and read Pet Cemetery when I was, like, mm. pretty too young to read Pet Cemetery. Yes, same. That was my second one. I actually read Firestarter first. Firestarter was a hard one to get through. Yeah, that was, I think, either my second or third. Yeah, that was a rough one. And I was, like, too young to read most of those words, I think. I didn't really understand that one because I was too young. Mm. So. Yeah, because there was a lot of, like, telekinetics and like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of wor big words in there. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try to talk about all of Stephen King today. All of Stephen King? Which, well, let's say most. I don't know. So... We have decided that you can't pick just a f favorite Stephen King book, because there's too many. Yeah, no, impossible. Yeah. Well, actually, I have one, but it, it barely, barely. Oh, I, do, I can't even come close. So we decided to go by decade, and we found a list of all of his work. So for each decade, I did a top three, because I can't possibly pick one thing <laughs> ever, so... <laughs> I went with two, because initially you said two, so... And oh. it was hard, but... I think I did two or three, because sometimes I just couldn't, like, narrow it down past that. That's understandable. I yeah. mean, there's so many of there's them. There's so many. He's so prolific. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was so nice when we were first dating, because I had no idea what to get you, but, like, every year there was a new Stephen King book, and so at least Christmas or your birthday was covered. <laughs> and he's always done that, too. Yeah, yeah forever. So we're going to attempt to uh, to cover lots of Stephen King today. All right, so I'm going to start with my top three for the 70s, but first I want to tell you what my criteria was. Okay. Because there's just too much stuff, so I decided, just for the sake of like narrowing down my options even more, Yes. Uh, no short story collections, no Richard Bachman books, 
and no co-authors. So anything that he wrote with his sons or whatever, like I didn't count those. Okay, um, well, I followed all of those except the Bachman books. Okay, so. that's fair. I just I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to cut out as many options as possible because I can't decide. I also realized when I was uh, looking through the list, most of my absolute favorite things by him are short stories. Like, almost all of them. <laughs> he is very good at the short story. Yeah, I feel like maybe he needs those parameters. Because sometimes the other ones get a little, like, wordy, you know? <laughs> Especially some of those, um, like, the earlier ones, like yes. around the fire starter and Pet cemetery time. Anyway. Um, so, for the 70s, I had either The Shining or The Stand. Okay. Leaning toward The Shining. So... I forgot The Shining was the 70s. That was uh, very good. Yeah. I loved that book. Yeah, that might be one of my top three all time. So, so I would say if there's a, uh, if we're doing three, that definitely needs to be on there. Yeah. Um, my two actually came from the Bachman books. Oh, okay. And I didn't read either of these until much more recently, actually. Yeah. Um, well, one of them I vaguely remember reading a long time ago, which is Rage. Oh, which is crazy yes. because the man just captured the the whole school shooter thing so, like years before that it was, was a incredible. thing. Yeah. Didn't they kind of blame him for a while after Columbine happened? I think I mean, I think that was that might not be true at all. <laughs> I know that like he was mentioned during some. Of yeah, the early ones. I thought so. But, I mean, he nailed that whole, like, everything they said about those Columbine kids. Yeah, dead on. Yeah. that See, and that is why I had to cut out the Bachman, all of them, because, like, I really like a lot of those, too. My other one... Yes. ...is The Long Walk. Oh, yes, see, that's what I'm saying. How would I have ever been able to choose? If you've never read The Long Walk, like, that is such a simple concept. Yeah. Where they are, there's a race... And the kids have to start walking on Interstate 95 way up in Maine. <laughs> oh my God. And if you, what, if you fall behind a certain point or you, no, your pace slows down to a certain point. Yeah. They well, give it's you kind like, of like if you were doing like a marathon. Like when I did the marathon and I was super slow, they had a guy at the back who was kind of like, like should have taken me out, but didn't because I was far enough along where they just took pity on me. Except these <laughs> ones have guns and right. don't take pity. Yeah, and they after, just kill you. <laughs> they give you like a warning and then I oh, think you have like 30 seconds to, to like... pick it up, yeah. Yeah, and then they shoot oh, you. so brilliant. And the winner gets something. I don't remember what it was. A lifetime of psychological damage. Oh my I think God. was the yeah. moral of that story. <laughs> you can tell he was a runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. See, this is why I had to cut those out. I can't. That's too many options. All right. Um, the 80s. So there were a lot of good books in the 80s, yes. too. But I decided to just kind of go with my gut. And I think the two that I really got the most excited mm-hmm. for once I was into them yeah, um, was, were The Gunslinger Ooh. and The Drawing of the Three. Okay. Um, both part of the, like, the Dark Tower series. Yeah. And I read those maybe when I was probably early 90s. Mm, okay. And I was so excited by the concept. The the gunslinger takes a long time to get into. Mm. I almost stopped reading it a couple of times. I might have stopped reading it a couple of times. Yeah, that was a rough one. But by the time you get about halfway through, you're like, oh, I see what's going on here. And it gets awesome. And then the drawing of the three just drops him in a whole new world that gets even more awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. I did enjoy that one. I have to say, like, 
So the Dark Tower series, I have never really cared for, even though I totally should, because they're definitely my type of book. But like, I think when they came out, I think I was like middle school aged. And so like, I don't think I was going to the library as much or reading as much. And I also, you know, it had to contend with other Stephen King books that were coming out at the time. So I didn't actually read those until like my late 20s, I think. I listened to all of them in a row as audiobooks, and <laughs> yeah. it took me from January until May of, <laughs> yeah. I think it was like 2015. It maybe. was like really <laughs> consistent listening, too. Oh, it was every day. Yeah. But the, I mean, by the time you get to the last two, I mean, I don't think they were fantastic. Yeah. But it's cool that he just got to continue that huge epic that was in his mind. You yeah. Know? I think for him as an author... That's awesome. I love a series, but, like, they do tend to get a little weird at the end, you know? Because you're trying to, like, keep things together. Yeah. And those were so, like... Well, one whole book there. is a flashback. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a pretty well-written flashback, but a flashback yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, still, that's a lot of flashback. So, I have, like, a top one for the 80s, and then I have two that are kind of tied for second place. Like, a close second. Okay. So, my number one for the 80s is Misery. Ooh, yeah. Because that is a great book. I read that at my grandma's house. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and then, plus I saw the, I also relate it to um, Kathy Bates, and I just love her in, like, all of those Stephen King movies that she's been in playing the same woman. <laughs> oh, she was fantastic in that. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. Um, and then second place, it was It and Pet Cemetery are kind of tied. Although Pet Cemetery might be a little bit higher than it. I really liked that one. I like Pet Cemetery too. Yeah. But I mean again Zombie Cat really was uh was a good one. <laughs> I saw a thing today uh on on Reddit I follow the Stephen King subreddit. Oh, okay. And somebody had posted a picture of a bad review for that book. Oh, and no. it was because it wasn't about the cat. And oh. it was misleading because there was a cat on the cover. <laughs> I mean, read the back, but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> any right. of it before you dive I in. I would love to have, like, just a short story from the perspective of church. That that would be an interesting... Yeah. Uh, There's a writing idea for anybody that wants to try it. Stephen King, perhaps? <laughs> if you're not... If you have time between your, like, constant book production. <laughs> Can you imagine what that guy's brain is like? Oh, my God. I feel like when... God forbid he eventually passes along. Uh, I know. I think there is going to be a wealth of things that come out. Like I just they're like partially written. Or oh something. my god! I hope he is one of those people who just says, "Yeah, put it out, put it out to everybody." Oh, you know? I hope so. He seems like he would be the type to do that. I hope so. I hope oh. he's not like nervous about like half written shit he didn't. Like, cause I'll like, yeah, n nobody cares. Th there's some <laughs> gold in there. Whatever. It yeah, is. <laughs> I'll read whatever. All right, nineties. Nineties. Nineties is interesting. Because I have your 70s on my 90s. I have it in my 90s, too. I just noticed that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so so my 90s selection, uh, first of all, is The Stand. Because the unabridged one came out in the 90s, but the 700-page oh. one came out in the 70s. I just went off the list, and it was on both of them. But I must not have noticed, because it took me so long to go decade by decade <laughs> and pick my top. I did the 90s one for two reasons. Like, one, because yeah. I read it in the middle of the 90s. Okay. And uh, two, because I had heard things where, like, he kind of wished the other one wasn't 
like he felt he wasn't done with that one. I think was what I got. That makes sense. Yeah. So the unabridged one is the real. Well, and he probably. I would assume that he probably had to put out a book that was a certain length, and then later on, when he was famous, got to put out, like, whatever fucking length book he wanted. Now that you say that, <laughs> I think that that actually might have been the thing. I think it might have been yeah. editor, like, you gotta cut, like, 500 yeah, pages out of this. Yeah, you can't put all this in, and then, yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense anyway. And so my other, uh... My other one was The Green Mile. Oh, yeah. And I really liked Short that story. one, because that one was... Oh, that, well... It's a short... It's a novella. That is true. Yeah. I loved that one because my mom, whenever I go to the grocery store with her, for a while it was serialized. Oh, that's right. And I would get a new one every time it came out. It'd be, like, it'd be... I think it was once a month they came out. Yes. So, that came out when I was in high school, and I was so jealous because I was, like... It was, like, early high school. I think I was a freshman. And there was a teacher for, like, junior-level, like, AP English that was teaching that book. And every time it came out, he would get it and read it to the class. Oh, and I was like, why can't I be in that class? <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That's a good, anyway. like, that's a great Stephen King book for like anybody who doesn't want like gore. massive amounts of gore, yeah. any of that stuff. Like, yeah, that's a totally different style than he usually does. Also a fantastic movie. One of the movies, yes, that... one of the only ones that came out. Well, yes, <laughs> But it was done by the same guy who did uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yes, which is another yeah. awesome... I think they're in the same book. Are they in the same I book? I am almost positive that those huh. two are in the same book, because I was like, wow, this is a good book. <laughs> so what are yours? Oh, okay. So I put the stand, but that was kind of my like fourth place. Like I feel like it needs to be on there, and I do really enjoy it, but it's not... I feel like that's the one that you have to say that you like even though there are other ones that I personally like better. So the stand is on there, but it's kind of in like a fourth place. And it is really good. Like, I didn't want to leave it off. I guess I didn't want to leave it off because it's so good. But I like these other ones better. Um, anyway, uh, so my, my top three other than the stand are Needful Things. Fantastic. So good. Uh, Rose Matter. Also Fantastic. <sighs> That one was so weird, and I don't know why, but I just have, like, a special place in my heart for that book. I don't know what it is. Um, just strange. And then Insomnia. Insomnia was one where I feel like that's one I should listen to again, because I yes. don't really remember any of that book. And they have a recording now on Audible that has, um, oh, crap, I can't think of who's reading it, but it's... Michael C. Hall, hopefully? It might be Michael C. Hall. <laughs> it's somebody famous and really good, because I was like, ooh, I might actually listen to that again. <laughs> oh, man, maybe we should get that. I haven't... Yeah. Oh, I, I would listen, listen to, to that. a Stephen King book. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, yeah. Idea has been born. <laughs> yes, I like that. In the Books and Cats maybe podcast. Maybe we should listen to it, and then you could come back, and we could talk about Just Insomnia. I'd be down with that. All right, let's do that. Sweet. All right, so what about the aughts? The aughts. Yeah. I'm really, really interested to hear what you have for this. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm curious to see if we match up on this one. So one of them is a book. Well, I mean, I read. The, <laughs> they're both books. One of them I read as a physical book. Yes, and, that and was, one was an audio book. And me one too. was an audio book. Yeah. Um. So Cell was the book, and I think you got me that. I did. That was one of those gifts. <laughs> that was a great book. That. Like, I loved the beginning of that so much. The idea yes. that there's just like, bing, pick up your cell phone. Oh, now you're a ravenous, crazy, like, yes, killing everybody. Because everybody had their phone. And then it just, like, dragged a little bit. Like, 
I, yeah. I liked it, and I didn't like it, and I did like it. Yeah. There but, was some pacing issues. But the end. The end was very the good. The end was so good. Sells on my list, too. Okay. <laughs> Sells my third. <laughs> the other one was one where I hadn't been really reading any Stephen King for a while. Uh-huh. I'd kind of taken a break. Yeah. That's true. We did have, like, a, a period of time where we got behind. And then I started listening to audiobooks. Yes. And I sort of went back and I was like, okay, what out of the whole thing have I never read? Yeah, there was a few. And so Duma Key was on there and I read that. <sighs> yes. And I don't know why I like that book so much, but I, I did. I love that book. That is my, well, it's my number two, but yeah. It so makes good. me want to travel to whatever, I think it's Sanibel Island. Is that like, a real place? Um, There is a place that he vacationed. That is in the Gulf of Mexico, or like it's off of Florida, in the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. That yeah, I want to go there. The, yeah, I found like the island. That oh, was the that's one. awesome! At one point, I went on there and was like, "What is the island that Stephen King is referencing?" That book was so like it was weird and creepy. Like it was kind of a different Stephen King than like the stuff we had been reading before. Like we. We did a bunch of them, like Cell was in there and some other, there was the the girl who loved Tom Gordon and some other things. And then we took a big break and then it was like, he had all these kind of different style books. It's kind of yes. like when his style changed a little. And uh, it was just so weird and everything just felt kind of ominous the whole time. Yeah. I, yeah. I really loved it. Even the ending I thought was pretty satisfying, even though it was a little, I mean, I don't know what else you would do. Which is kind of how I always feel about his books. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, some of his books... The endings are garbage. <laughs> but it's almost like the there's no way to end it Like yeah. that is as good as the tension that he's building. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Which is why sometimes I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, well, all right. On yeah. to the next one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is something I always feel kind of bad with Stephen King. Like, I love his books so much, but I'm always kind of like, yeah, give me another one. Like, come on, can't oh, you do I know. That faster, Steve? Yeah. Oh, I know. But, you know, at the same time, like, he's got all the money from being able to do that, too, so... And he's put out, like, you get to put out how many books? That's awesome. I just love that he's from Maine, too. Yeah. Speaking of uh, awesome endings, that was another thing about Cell that I really liked, was the ending. It was so, like, vague, you know? If I... I have to admit, I don't remember at all what the ending of that book was. Okay, um, spoilers for, like, 30 seconds. They, uh... I know they go to, like, Northern Maine or something. Yeah, they go to this place, and they take out all the whatevers, and they get this, like, cell phone, and it's supposed to reset. I don't remember exactly, but they reset somehow. Oh, And then they're like, okay. all right, we're gonna try it, and they're either gonna turn into zombies, or they're gonna be whatever, and then it's done. I love that. That is a good, uh... Yeah. That's sort of like the ending of, um, I had forgotten that. Yeah. That's I really a- liked that about that one. Cause it was, it dragged for a while and then they got to that place and it picked up and then there was that ending. And I was like, that's perfect. You know, like. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I had, do you have any others for the aughts? Cause I have one other one. No, those were my two for the aughts. Okay. So we matched up and then I have on writing a memoir about the craft. Uh-huh. Because it is the best book you could possibly read about, like, writing and how to be a writer, I think, personally. And it was kind of like, I read that when I was, 
like young enough where I it made a difference, you know, as like being a writer. Ugh. So yeah. So that one had to be on there. Well that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that one. He also did that one Don's Macabre or whatever. Oh yeah, I didn't like that one as much. I I started reading it thinking it was a like it was an actual horror book. And <laughs> oh, I yeah. was like Oh, I'm not that interested in this. Yeah, I did that the first time, and then I didn't read it because I was younger, and then I didn't read it for a long time. And then I'd already read on writing before I read that one, and it just wasn't, wasn't nearly as good. As good. Yeah. Um, all right, so, teens. Teens. First one, I think you'll probably disagree with me, okay. but maybe not. We'll see. Uh, Mr. Mercedes. Oh, yeah, that's on there. That's my second. I know that you're not a fan of Holly Gibney. I am not, but I do love the Mr. Mercedes books. Yeah, it's too bad because, like, not only was she annoying, but I listened to that, and the guy that reads Holly Gibney, I hate the voice that he gives her. I think that's the problem. I think you you might not hate the character as much if it wasn't read Uh, that way. No, I think I would dislike quite a few things about her, but I think it would definitely help if it was read by somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) That's why... So I figured out during this whole thing that there are only two books by him that I have not read, and one of them is that If It Bleeds, like the Holly Gibney one, and I just I just can't, because I just can't deal with that character. Well, If It Bleeds was a whole, uh, that was a, that was a short story book. Was it? Yeah. That was just one of the stories in there. Oh! But they're also, like, not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I mean... <laughs> Not everything can be gold. Yeah, well, you're... That's what I love about him, is he just puts shit out there. And the thing I also... I, and also, I have such high expectations that if they're just like, oh, that was a pretty good story, I guess. Like, then I'm like, oh, man, this book. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> yeah. if I just read a novel that was as good as his mediocre stuff... By somebody else, it'd be fine. Yes. Yeah. That's my... That's one. And then the one that I think is really, like, on the top of my list that I think is... Almost like a perfect book. Okay. Is eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh no. How yeah. did I miss that, that one? That I think is That my... is his absolute best book. See? Yes. I'm telling you. I love that book. How did I not get it on my list? It's one that anybody can read. I recommend that to people and I say it's not a Stephen King book. Yeah, it's but it's his not. best book that he ever wrote. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know why that's not on my list. But, yeah, that one, top of the list for sure. Fantastic book. I also like Doctor Sleep and Revival. Revival was really good. That one was really cool. Doctor Sleep I enjoyed the entire time, but I felt like it was kind of a, it was like kind of like a candy book, you know? Like, it was... Oh, yeah, it definitely was, but that's kind of part of the reason I read Stephen King. So. That's true, they are, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I like candy books. <laughs> I did like that They're one, fun. though. I, that one kept me... I didn't stop listening to that one the yeah. entire time I was listening to it. I think that the ending of that one was real rough, although I can't remember most of it now. But I just remember, like, the beginning was great with the lady with the top hat and, like, that whole thing. So Yeah. Yeah. And then I loved, like, the imagery in Revival. But I think we listened to Revival, too, and I don't know if that helped, like... Yeah, Revival was great. Revival yeah. kind of calls up the, the like, Cthulhu, like, yeah. underworld shit, which I think is Yeah, that was cool. a good one. So we've actually made it through, like, all of Stephen King's books. Mostly. We have. So what's coming out soon? They, I mean, we just had the Institute. 
That was really good. That was really good. I liked that one. Didn't it didn't really make my top, but no. like but I really did like I it a lot. I liked it a lot. I liked the whole premise of it. But yeah, it just wasn't as good as the other ones. I don't know what's coming out next. So, shall we switch to cats? I think we shall. <laughs> I like cats. Yes, we have a lot of them. We have 4. I've talked about them on here before, obviously. Four's so I, a lot better than five, I have to say. It is. I mean, I miss number five. Oh, I really miss her right now. I talked about that on here already, how she was like our Christmas kitty. Yeah, you gotta stop leaving rubber bands around, because it makes me sad. I know. <laughs> I don't know why they keep ending up on the floor. It makes me sad, too. She used to hunt them and bring them to us. <laughs> <laughs> and announce them. Yeah, she was <laughs> the weirdest noise. Oh, I know. I really do miss her. Although, I told my therapist that, and she said that it was totally fine to be, like, sad about my cat not being around for Christmas, because it's only been, like, what, less than a year. Yeah, so. that was the summer. Yeah. Anyway, no more sad stuff. Um, so I thought with the four remaining cats that we should try to think of three words that describe each of them. Oh my goodness, okay. We gotta start with Zeus. We'll go in age order. So, uh, three in a, we're not going back and forth, three, just I pick three? Yeah. Snuggle food love. <laughs> That's pretty good. Maybe boogers on there somewhere. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sweet, gross love. Because <laughs> he is pure love. It makes up for all the boogers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, up next we have Strudel, your favorite. Twitchy, tiny hunter. Ooh, very nice. Warrior, bitchy, sweet. Ooh, bitchy, sweet. She is bitchy sweet. She is bitchy sweet. I mean, I, I can agree. relate. I get it. <laughs> she she has her moments. <laughs> All right, Edward. Uh, oh, my God. How do you Perfect. Even, how do you even begin to describe? <laughs> Perfect, fluffy, mental. <laughs> Emotional. Maybe more emotional. Hmm. <laughs> Fluffy, dumb empath. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> he is the most empathetic cat I've ever seen, but he is dumb. <laughs> All right, and then finally, Sassers. Wiggly, snuggly, spaz. I was going to say um, hyper spaz was going to be... I don't <laughs> yeah. know if we can continue, consider Let's that Let's hyphenate that and call it one word. Uh <laughs> Hyperspaz is very accurate. <laughs> she's a she's a hard one because she doesn't. I haven't gotten the personality out of that cat yet. Yeah, she's not a big fan of you. <laughs> I don't know why she really like prefers she likes, me and Irene. And she likes me sometimes. Yeah, she has yeah. her moments. Yeah, she know. likes to cuddle. Um, new standoffish hyperspaz. All right, standoffish is one word too. I guess standoffish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. I'll hyphenate all things at any time. <laughs> I want those hyphens around. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> you know, it was a cat thing that I read the other day. What's that? There's this cat in, or was a cat in Istanbul. Yeah. And it used to. There's pictures of it just like lounging on this bench. It made me think of like Zeus, where he like <laughs> yeah. will just like sit like a human, but like the grossest <laughs> yes. man spreading human ever. Yes. It was this big cat that kind of looked like the uh, the one from the cat food in the in Morris. Like, Morris. Okay. All right. Big man spread Morris, <laughs> <laughs> and the cat died. Aww. Um. But the townspeople liked him so much they commissioned a statue 
to be placed and like welded to the seat. Oh. So now there's always this like man spreading cat hanging out. I there. love that. That's awesome. So the cat's name was Tom Beely. Oh, that's adorable. A tomcat named Tom Beely. I guess so. Was it a boy? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. We don't need to gender the cat. What Anyone can manspread. <laughs> that is true. More people should. No. <laughs> While it is a gendered term, it can be done by anyone. Yes, that's true. We should have statues made of all of our cats. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Just for fun. I Our house is pretty much the cat's house. Like We have random shelves everywhere and boxes and ramps and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, they can do what they want. Yeah, it's their house. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this for a while. Yes. I've had my list of Stephen King stuff for like oh, a yeah. few weeks. We've been trying to do this for a while. And I've been <laughs> wanting to tell you all of my selections. Yeah, he wouldn't let me see the list. I wasn't allowed to know until we recorded. <laughs> I just thought it would make for more interesting radio. You're probably right. Um, this is radio, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. So now it's time for the quote of the week. I have been ending with a quote about either books or cats. All right. All right. So I took it from uh, On Writing, the Stephen King book that we were discussing earlier. Um, and there were, that's another reason I love that book is that like so many, um, you know, you see a lot of quotes like about how to be a writer from various like authors or whatever. Most of the Stephen King ones come from that book. Like they're, it's a very quotable book, <laughs> I guess. So I had a lot of options again. Um but I picked this one because I thought it was appropriate for today's episode. Uh, so the quote is, Writing is a lonely job. Having someone who believes in you makes a lot of difference. They don't have to make speeches. Just believing is usually enough. Hmm. So, because I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you too. That's a nice quote. Yeah, I like that one. There are some other ones that I really like too that are more about books. But I thought like since you're on here and you've always been very supportive of me writing, that I'd use that one. Oh. So that is the end of our uh, special extra episode because I didn't think I was going to get one done this week. <laughs> so until next time, keep reading.